Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Bray Wyatt responds to reports he deserved his WWE release. An update on Gable Stevenson's role in this year's WWE draft. Could we get an AEW streaming service next year? Renee Paquette's private Instagram account hacked. And we rank all of this year's best WWE and AEW Halloween outfits. Yeah, something different. Hello, good morning. This is the solo Sunday news. Myself, Andrew Pollard here at What Culture Wrestling. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment. All of that good stuff. I hope your Sunday's going well so far. I hope it's going to take an upturn and it's going to be a really great Sunday because everybody deserves to have a good Sunday. Uh, I'm working, of course, um, but, you know, it's, there's worse things to be doing. Uh, and I get to chill at the end of the day and play that really good Guardians of the Galaxy game that's out right now. That's that's for what I caught you gaming. Actually, Scott and Josh did a really good video on Guardians of the Galaxy uh, over at What Culture Gaming, so go and give that a check out. If, if you were worried that this was maybe going to be like the Avengers and be a third of a game it's not it's really good but anyway wrestling and there's plenty of wrestling news to get into a quick shout out to biff and paul if you're watching this hello lads uh who i uh, bumped into yesterday at the football at wrexham as we drew one all with talkie but no football this is wrestling and first and foremost bray wyatt Wyndham Rotunda, who is now a free agent, his uh, his WWE 90-day non-compete clause expired, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I don't know, these days feel like a blur this week, it's been a long old week, um, but yeah, there was reports that came out from Ringside News uh, from a WWE source of theirs, I'm just going to read this, uh, saying, if you were running a business and Wyndham was on your payroll, you'd release him too. Between his backstage antics and the way he handled himself when making millions and millions while medically flagged, he really deserved to be released. Now, I mean, did he deserve to be released? That's a whole other topic. Um, I mean, everybody felt like it was... I don't know, it seemed like everybody was blindsided by Bray Wyatt's release earlier this year. Uh, it did seem to come out of nowhere. This is a top, top, top level talent who'd had in total three reigns as a world champion in WWE. Um and then just got released. So, uh, yeah, Bray Wyatt's taken to Twitter, Wyndham Rotunda is taken to Twitter with a gif of The Rock with the classic. That was awful. That was horrendous. If you're watching this on video and not listening to it on the podcast, I just did the worst eye roll. But anyway, that bit where The Rock is with the nation and Farouk's talking and The Rock rolls his eyes, we all know it. It's a really good gif. But yeah, uh, Wyndham Rotunda responded to this report with that and then said, now that we have Johnny and Bruce's opinion, I would like to share mine soon. Hashtag Cult of Wyndham. Uh, Johnny, of course, seems to be referring to Johnny Ace, John Laurinaitis. 
Bruce would seem to refer to Bruce Pritchard, who is Vince McMahon's right-hand man. So, yeah, it seems like we're going to get... It just feels like there's lots of things boiling away here with Winder Rotunda, with his comments where he can't wait to talk about this, he can't wait to talk about that. It feels like there's just going to be... Whenever it happens, whether it's an appearance on one of the, the usual podcasts or a YouTube channel, or whether it's he just takes to his own Instagram or Twitter, or he turns up in a wrestling promotion, it feels that when he breaks his silence fully... There's a lot that this guy is going to unpack, I think. Um, and it should be interesting to see and to hear his side of the story of his, his tenure in WWE, the ups, the downs, which there were many of. And where he ends up, we don't really know. There's been talks of AEW, there's been talks of Impact. Tony Khan has said, I mean, how true this is or not, whether he's working as brother, but Tony Khan has said that he, while he has spoken to, to Wyndham Rotunda Bray White in the past, he's not spoken to him about business, about coming to AEW yet. We know that there's there's been reports that Impact have been really interested in Wyndham Rotunda because you would be. Um, and uh, then there's these reports this week where he's he's fielding Hollywood offers. Uh, he's spotted on, on one of the Warner Brothers sets out in California. So let's see where he ends up. Let's, let's see where he ends up. And one person we know where they're going to end up, but we don't know when they're going to end there, is Gable Stevenson. Now, this, of course, is the Olympian, the Olympic gold medalist who, who won gold this summer, who has signed with WWE and who was drafted to Raw as part of this year's WWE draft. Now, there's a, an update on all of this from Fightful Select, just basically running through uh, what what the crack was, what the situation was with Gable Stevenson and, and who knew about it. Because this was to us watching at home, it was a bit of a like, oh wow, that's that's a surprise. See this this dude. We'd heard how he had signed with WWE. We heard how there are high hopes for him in WWE, but we didn't really expect to see him drafted uh, during this year's draft. But that did indeed happen, and he ended up on the Raw brand. Now, when he's going to turn up, like I said, we don't know. But Fightful report. In that this wasn't a secret backstage in WWE because we see so often in recent years where certain big moments, big surprises, big shocks, they're kept hidden from people in the back, really. Like you'll have, uh, I think, of the Hardys when they returned at WrestleMania a few years ago and they were hidden in a truck in the back. Uh, and you've, you've seen that with so many people when they've returned, where they, they, get, they get hidden out the back, nobody sees them. And then it's just like, it's as much a surprise to the guys and girls in the locker room as it is to us watching at home. With Gable Stevenson, this this news, it wasn't a secret. Uh, staff knew about it, crew knew about it, production knew about it, the wrestlers knew about it, uh, and it was to the point where one of the run sheets for Raw that night was to have his entrance. That was listed. His entrance was, was listed. Obviously, he didn't make an appearance there in person. Um, but yeah, it's... it's um, it's, it's good to see that... I, I, I'm just really intrigued to see what this guy brings to the table because we've seen so many amateurs that become... I mean, basically, you look at Kurt Angle and you look at Brock Lesnar in terms of the really good... And Bobby Lashley, the, the really good amateurs that go pro. And it's just... It's always fun to see their development. And obviously, you've got someone like Dolph Ziggler who is so underrated in that regard because the guy, again, he has... It's Obviously, it's not an Olympic uh, pedigree like Angle and, and Stevenson and it's not quite the level of Brock Lesnar in terms of the, the NCAA stuff. But Dolph Ziggler's another guy who is like legit, too legit to quit, uh, as the saying goes. Um, yeah, no imminent plans, according to Fightful, though, for Gable Stevenson to turn up on Raw at the moment. I mean, the dude is still very young, is still in college. I think he has one more year left in college. Um, but WWE seemingly has massive hopes for this guy, and you would, Olympic gold medalist. That, that says it all. 
Um, moving away from WWE and over to AEW and Tony Schiavone, my boy Tony Schiavone, my dad Tony Schiavone, if you look at the comments on some of these videos, uh, it's it's the beard and the glasses and the hair. I know, I know, I get it a lot. That and Jurgen Klopp seems to be a go-to. Uh, but yeah, Tony Schiavone has uh, said that he personally believes that AEW will have their own streaming service by the end of next year, by the end of 2022. Um, he was speaking on our three shows with, with Comrade Thompson where he said, yes, when this is when he was asked about will AEW have a streaming service soon? He said, yes, I do. I think we're going to see a streaming service. This is my thought. I don't know anything for sure. Just be talking to people. I think there's going to be a... Uh, just Sorry, just by talking to people. That's my notes. I made horrendous, sir. Just by talking to people, I think there's going to be a streaming service by the end of 2022. Um, he also mentioned how he'd spoken to people in Warner Media, people who weren't even uh, wrestling, people who weren't that familiar with AEW, and they seem to think that there's a chance that maybe some AEW content ends up on the HBO Max service as well. So, yeah, for those looking to get their fix on with AEW on demand, streaming, everything in one place... It doesn't seem that far away. Of course, if you're an AW Plus subscriber like Rob Van Dam here, that's the thumbs for anybody listening on the podcast uh, rather than watching. Uh, yeah, if you're an AW Plus subscriber on Fight, then you get all the dynamites there. You get all the uh, all the rampages there. But by the sounds of it, with with this, it would be more. You'd have pay per views included. You'd have uh, being elite included, and, and anything and everything. I'm sure they would create obviously new content to be a part of this streaming service, new programs. So yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a million miles away in AEW streaming service, and that that's very cool. Uh, what isn't very cool though is a, a story that came out over the weekend about Rene Paquette. Um, this this one just it's weird. You look at you just think you look at some people and think what what are you doing this for? Um, yeah, Rene took to um, social media to say that her private Instagram account had been hacked um, and that she couldn't get into it. And this is a, a private account designed purely for friends and family, the close people in her life, uh, mainly to see her baby daughter. Um, somebody had hacked into that account, and uh, God, as Rene put it herself, "Good job stealing pictures of a baby. You complete an utter loser." I mean, you just think like, what is wrong with people? Um, yeah, just that's a, a really troubling story over the weekend. Uh, I like to be all sunshines and rainbows here on the Solo Sunday News. Uh, I have some more positive stories, but yeah, this was one that just felt like it needed covering just because what are you doing? Uh, just it's so not cool, so wrong, so weird on so many levels. Um, but wrapping that up, that's the news bit done. There's a couple of questions I'm going to touch on. I'm going to try and get through these quick, but I've been tasked this morning with running through the top 10 Halloween outfits as seen by AEW and WWE wrestlers in the last couple of days. Now, this doesn't have to have been on TV, obviously SmackDown, Rampage, uh, NXT, um, but there are a couple of those, but this is just some of the outfits that are out there on social media, and I want to throw some attention to those because I think they're pretty damn cool. Uh, number 10, now, traditionally, I'm, well, I'm a massive horror nerd, and I think with the Halloween outfits, I don't like to see people dressed up as, well, no, I don't, not I don't like it, but I always think it's a bit, like, lazy if you don't do something a bit creepy or a bit, like, horror-y on Halloween. But that said, Cameron Grimes is my number 10, going straight to the moon with his astronaut outfit, as seen on NXT this week. It's Cameron Grimes, he's in an astronaut, it's, yeah, it's the sort of stuff Will Bourne would lose his mind over, and I think that it warrants a place in this top 10, so that's my number 10. My number nine, again, this isn't a Halloween one or a horror one, but it's Kushida and Ikamanjiro as the Creed brothers, just because that popped me and I'm a very simple man to amuse. Number eight, Adam Cole, Britt Breaker, Anna Jay, 
take on the all as zombies because just the, the work that we went into it looked pretty damn impressive. So I'm going to throw that in there. Uh, I'm also going to throw in another AEW name at number seven, and that is Johnny Hungy, John Silver as Bambi, just because. Why not? Uh, number six, this is one that flew under my radar until this morning. Caleb Braxton as Paul Heyman on the bump. Genius. He even had the ponytail from back in the day, from the poorly dangerously, or the poorly Heyman days. So there's there's that. There's a uh, just you'll see the picture right now while I'm talking. I'm sure editor Ryan will have thrown that in, so you can see it all, all the, in its glory for yourself. And uh, number five, I'm going to go with Tommy Champa, the muscle Champa as Kratos from God of War on NXT, going into war against Bron Breaker. The, name man. Uh, going into war against Rex Steiner. Um, uh, yeah, as Kratos from God of War, looking like a badass, putting on a badass match. Those two guys tore it up. Uh, also, uh, a bit of love as well. Braun Strowman did a really cool Kratos outfit as well during Halloween. That serviced on social media uh, this morning. Number four, Hangman Page as the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man on AW Rampage. How can you not? Just... Uh, and there's a brilliant picture that came out of, uh, uh, I think it was the, the Bucks, maybe, Ke- yeah, the, the Bucks, Kenny, Adam Cole, um, I think Nakazawa, and then you've got the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man there with them, and it's just doing like the like little shush, and it's just, it's clever, man, I like it. I, it's Hamlin Page doing cowboy stuff, I don't think I can say that word on YouTube about getting us pulled a little bit, so doing cowboy stuff in a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man outfit on Worldwide TV. So I'm very much down with that. And uh, number three, Shotty Blackheart as a Count Crystal Lake uh, counselor survivor, well, survivor because she has slayed Jason in these pictures. Uh, I, I just gone with this one because the effort that's gone into it, the production value, there's a Jason Voorhees in it, the settings all there. They, there's a lot of work that's gone into that whole uh, photo shoot, I guess. So I'm going to throw that in as my number three. Number two is another photo shoot shot I saw of Penta El Zero as basically as Nancy Thompson from the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise in a bathtub uh, with his mask on. Uh, I'm not much else, to be honest. And then you've got the Freddy glove coming up from the, the bottom of the bath as seen in the very first Nightmare on Elm Street film. So a lot of love for that for, from Penta. And number one. Not everybody's most popular wrestler or favorite wrestler, but The Miz. The Miz did a hell of a job as Pinhead from the Hellraiser series. So The Miz gets gets my spot here as the best Halloween outfit. You heard it here. You heard it here. The, the, if you've not seen it, which you will be seeing it right now because it'll be floating around in front of my talking. Uh, yeah, just uh, the attention to detail. I saw Shotty Blackheart did a, a, a kind of Pinhead. Uh, went with the Hellraiser vibe, but uh, not Shotty Blackheart, sorry, Rhea Ripley. Um, but yeah, the Miz just there's an extra level of detail in there. The the pins look very nice and gnarly, and it's kind of inspired me when I get done with this video. I might put on. I've got the well, the first three Hellraiser films here. I might throw some of them on because it is Halloween. So happy Halloween! Um, a couple of quick questions just to run through. Uh, Matches Geron, Matches Geronimo. Sorry, I have had minimal sleep, as you may have guessed. There is lots of coffee to the side of me here. Hello, good Sunday to you. Good Sunday to you, Matthews. Uh, the Brock Lesnar suspension angle continues on SmackDown. So, when would you bring Lesnar back to resume the feud with Reigns? Maybe in the road to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly it. Um, it's. I think that's that's what they'll do. That's probably what I would do. Well, if it was me, I'd throw a whole load of money at Brock Lesnar and have him on TV a little more frequently than just, right, you stay off till the Rumble. Um, I, you don't want to see him every week because it's Brock Lesnar and you want to keep him special and that special attraction. If you see him every week, it becomes less special every time you see him. But I, I think having him off TV now for... Well, say say he turns up at the Rumble or in the week before the Rumble, you look at it basically three months off TV and you know that whoever 
steps up to challenge Roman in that time is just filler, really. No, no offense to where it's going to be. Um, there, you know that Roman's keeping that title until he faces Brock. He's probably going to keep that title past Brock. So it just feels like. I think it will be the Rumble or the, the lead to the Rumble. And it's just like, it makes things a little formulaic and predictable until then. But still, Roman Reigns is putting on banging matches whenever he has matches. So it's going to be good in that sense, whatever we get. But you know that nobody's taking that title off him. Um, probably, like I said, even not Brock. But yeah, I think the road to the Royal Rumble is exactly when he'll come back. Uh, Mark Solid. Uh, hi, Mark. How you doing? Mark is Solid, who has uh, uh, shown another picture of his dog looking very happy up in the hills somewhere. Always good. I'm, I'm always here for, for dog pictures on a Sunday morning and cat pictures, whatever. Just good vibes, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, Mark's asked, morning, my guy. Morning. Uh, thoughts on Rowan and Becky being the two to finally unify the top titles? If they can't, who can? The only one I can think of is Champa, only one goalie, but he's made it clear he wants to stay in NXT. Um, hashtag this is your news, of course. Um... I think yeah, if if you're if you were going to unify the, the the two top women's titles and the two top men's titles, uh, I think that Roman is that guy uh, who becomes the, the unified whatever universal champion and the WWE champion. I think Roman is the clear and obvious one on that. Um, and I think yeah, I think Becky Becky is a shout as well. I think if you're going to do it with the, the ladies, Becky's there. Or I mean, to me, this is just me being completely putting my fantasy book ahead, brother. Um, I go with Shayna Baszler. You have her just rip through people. You just you just have her destroy people. It works so well in NXT. And it's so easy to do. I'd love to see Shayna Baszler do that. It's just to tear through everybody, even the big names. Whether that happens, I don't know. And we all know if they did unify the women's titles, even though there's all this supposed beef at the moment, it'd probably be Charlotte Flair that'd do it anyway. Um, as for Champa, I... I <laughs> I don't know. I think that even if he went up to the main roster, I don't think he'd be in that conversation of, of being the one to unify the WWE title and the Universal title. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. I just, I don't think Vincent Mann would pull the trigger on that at all. And and I think if Champa moved to the main roster, he's one of those guys I worry about. It's like, it's like the, the Undisputed Era guys, but if there was talk of them maybe moving up, it's like if they moved as a group, I think they would have been great and they would have had a chance if they moved as singles once they broke up. I, I think they'd all be dead in the war and that is no uh, detriment to the guys there. No, there's no throwing shade at the talent because all four of those those guys are really good talents and there's only two of them left in, in NXT anyway now. Um, but yeah, that being the solo Sunday news, I feel like this has been a long one. Um, apologies to Ryan, the editor, if it has. Uh, apologies if lots of stuff has been cut out. But this, uh, this has been Sunday. This is Sunday. I hope that your Sunday's gone well so far. I hope you've got a really good Sunday ahead whether it's doing nothing whether it's doing something whether it's working whether it's chilling out maxing relaxing shooting some people outside of the school um, and if you've got that Guardians of the Galaxy game let me know in the comments how badass it is because I think it's really really cool um, but yeah uh, have a great Sunday be sure to come and give us a follow at what culture on Twitter follow me if you want you don't have to at culture left peg on Twitter uh, and just have a great rest of your day and I will see you next weekend happy Halloween even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.